0: Thought bubble audio. Hi, I'm Kirsty. And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch Star Wars with us. Woo! What up, y'all? How's Hi it's a bind-off episode. It is. <laughs> And it's super exciting because we're binding off two birds with one stone. <laughs> That's an expression. <laughs> sure is. Since... <laughs> so this week we both went to see The Last Jedi, obviously, which officially brings us full circle on the series we did this fall. Nerd education make Kirsty watch a Star War,
1: and I think that it's fair to say this was our Star War.
0: This was our Star War. This was a Star War that was made for me.
1: And I'm so happy about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it feels like an appropriate finish. Like, I have not been convinced this whole time. And you can go back and listen to old nerd education episodes to, like, hear the, all the ways in which I wasn't convinced. But I was not convinced that I would ever be able to actually participate in Star Wars. But, like,
1: I can participate in this Star War. You can. So, we've talked a little bit, a lot, about Star Wars since we saw it, because we couldn't keep our feelings to ourselves. Some feelings more questionable than others. But, (laughs) tell me overall about your first Star Wars in the theaters experience.
0: Oh, sure. Also, real quick disclaimer for everyone out there. We're not going to rehash premise. We're assuming that if you're listening, you've seen it. And because of that, we are going to talk about things that happened, which may or may not be spoilers for you because I don't know how spoilers work. So you've been warned. Any old who. I went to a really late showing. I went to a 930. And so I don't think my audience was as lively as most audiences are. However, I definitely had some of the fun. Like when the title scroll started, there was like some wooing and cheering and clapping. And that happened through like most of the title scroll. And then, like, the first time Leia shows up on the screen, there was definitely some cheering. Um, So things like that happened at, like, important moments. But then there were definitely moments later in the movie where I felt like there should have been more audience engagement. I was like, I would have cheered right now if y'all had. Mmm. What about you?
1: So I went Friday at, like, 8 o'clock. So Yeah, you went, like, an hour before me. Yeah. Our audience was engaged, and it had, like, the good sense of a kind of, not a premiere, but, like, close enough camaraderie to it that, like, everyone was excited. There was, like, a good amount of commentary during the beginning that was, like, they were talking about the video game, and they were like, we're here to see Star Wars. Obviously, we've heard of this. (laughs) There's a lot of that. (laughs) But no, we had a we had a very good amount of like cheering and fun happening and I think nice. it makes it more fun when you get to have all that. And like everyone waited till the end credits to see like the Carrie Fisher thing and like it was like a whole yeah. deal. Everyone did in my audience too. Yeah. But it was it was a good time.
0: It is nice to be in a crowd that's part of a fandom, like it's going to sound really stupid, and I'm only saying it because I stole the words that someone else said on the internet, but, like, fandom is such a safe space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, you can show up in a room and be a bunch of dorks for a little while and just, like, enthusiastically enjoy something, and then go back out into the world. Yeah. It is nice. We were, however, trapped next to – my friend and I were trapped next to this nerd boy who is a total douche canoe. <laughs> And spent the entire movie talking to us and interjecting in any of our conversations. Not that we were talking in the movie, but, like, during the trailers and right afterwards. And at one point at the end of the movie, she and I were talking as we're, like, gathering our stuff. And she said something about how it was sad that, like, everyone died. And I was like, well, you know, they had to pass on the torch to the next generation. And he turns to us and he goes, that's gay. Now, I didn't hear him say this. But she told me later that he had said this, and I whipped around in the parking lot, and I was like, you know what, gay? You sucking my dick!
1: <laughs> Which was really effective after the fact.
0: It was really effective. I think he was, like, pretty close behind me, so I hope he heard me. Um, the one thing he did was, uh, at one point, there was a piece of trivia, uh, you know, before the, the trailer started, that had something to do with George Lucas making another dumb movie. And I accidentally very loudly said, George Lucas can suck my dick. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. (laughs) in, In, like, a very large stadium theater full of, like, nerds. Like, that was not my best move. But then I felt really bad about it afterwards until that guy said that thing. And then I was like, you know what? Fine. Fuck it. George Lucas can't suck my dick.
1: He can. And also, you're not the only fan to think that. Yeah, that's fair. So... Yeah. This movie, I'm, like, still on the fence about whether I liked it more than Force Awakens or not. I don't think I, I think, what I told you, and I stand by this, is that I think Force Awakens brought me more pure joy. Yeah. Because of the fan service, and because it was so good after putting up with such bad content.
0: It was such a breath of fresh air coming off of the prequels.
1: Yeah, and even, like, I'm not a huge fan of, like, Return of the Jedi, so, like, my favorite movie is The New Hope. My favorite of this new group is definitely Force Awakens. However, this was really enjoyable, and it was nice to see them not rehash Empire. Yeah. And see them tell a very new story, and have it be, like, fun and light. And also interesting and different. I thought the humor landed for me. Mm-hmm. There were some things that were weird, but overall I thought it was really great.
0: Like Luke drinking fucking blue milk because bitches can't get over milk right. in the goddamn galaxy. Right. Every fucking movie has to
1: feature milk. Right. And, like, The Mirror of said, and... Oh my god, I'm glad that you referred to it as that too! <laughs> and, like... Um, what else was weird?
0: The Mirror of Erised was especially funny because when I did education, every single movie, I found a Harry Potter crossover.
1: Yeah, and that one was so real. It was so intense. And I, like, I
0: actually dissociated from the film during that scene because I was lost in my own train of thought. Which is, like, not great filmmaking, by the way. But I was thinking, like, is that a side effect of the fact that, like, Harry Potter was my Star Wars? I don't know. You know, like that was the fandom framework that I built everything around during my like most formative years. Yeah.
1: I think just like that story in general is very Harry Potter. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. But similar bones. Yeah. The other thing was we- that was not weird but pointed was <laughs> the like wealthy like oh my god, Monte yeah. Carlo place. Yeah. That they go to that's, like, straight out of, um, Casino Royale, but... Yeah. (laughs) Star Wars? Um, that was weird to me, but... Super on the nose. Yeah.
0: Super had nothing to do with anything. Well, that's not totally true. Because we see at the end that that's what potentially sparks the next generation of the rebellion. Yeah. It was just a weird way of accomplishing that.
1: Star Wars has always told stories about, like, those who serve, like, the... The people in power and those who are, like, kind of abused by that system. Yeah, it's always been about oppression. But. Political oppression at that. Yeah, but it was a little... It was just random. Yeah, I didn't dislike seeing a place that was more, like, something we could connect to. I thought that was interesting. You know what I mean? Like, it was almost of this world. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it was very random.
0: I think this was actually my favorite and especially because I'm not a pre-existing fan, I think it is because it didn't rehash much. It truly was, like, the first film in a long time that felt like it was trying to do something on its own. Yep. Like, still connected, obviously, but, like, trying to move a new part of the narrative forward. You know, like, we are starting to break apart, or, like, break away a little bit from the Skywalker lineage. Yeah. Like, we still have Kylo kicking around, and, like, we gotta deal with him. <laughs> and but- We
1: will. Oh,
0: we will. (laughs) Um, But it's not like everything is only about that bloodline. Yeah. And the whole fate of the geopolitical system of the galaxy rests on that bloodline.
1: And I think they hammer that home when they, like, send out her distress signal or whatever, and only Luke comes. Yes.
0: Yeah. So I feel like that worked for me because the previous films haven't. So why would I need, like, more of that rehashing? Yeah. And I liked Force Awakens, don't get me wrong. So I'm not blaming Force Awakens for it. Like, it's the first of a trilogy, so it had to do all of that work. And it had the additional burden of having to recover from the prequels. Yeah. And, like, double retcon what the prequels (laughs) accidentally retconned. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Which I think one of the most effective things they did in this movie was, like, re retcon. (laughs) (laughs) They did a really good job of re-explaining the force and how the force works and why some people are more strong with it.
1: I had so much fun with that.
0: They just like, it was so casual. Like Luke Skywalker was like, let's talk about how interconnected the universe is. Yeah. And just pretend the prequels never happened.
1: (laughs) I loved so much when he was like, Do you feel that? And he had like a feather or some (laughs) shit.
0: dude luke turned into a sassy curmudgeon oh, in his so old age good. it was so good because he started off as such a lame little lamb boy oh he was the glen Walden of star wars <laughs> oh my god he was <laughs> it was so good oh. so yeah like i think if i had to rank my favorites out of all of the movies it would be last jedi force awakens and then like everything else is just kind of in there
1: yeah. I think they've been so strong. Like this is the second one under a different director and it was still very strong. And it was it was it did have like the quirkiness that they were going for in previous properties but they did it yeah. mostly
0: better. Well, so on that On that note, my very first reaction coming out of this movie is that I feel like this movie is where Star Wars finally hit its
1: stride. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what they wanted the prequels to be. Yeah, they wanted it to be, like,
0: funny and contemporary and, like, a little on the nose, but also fantastical and serious. Like, they would still believe and buy into their own universe. They're not trying to make fun of the Star Wars galaxy. No, 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 no. They want that to be a serious story, and I feel like they're finally starting to figure out what that balance is. Yeah.
1: Um, Is it time to register my grape? Yeah, let's get in there. I think my only real... Did I only have one grape? There's no way you only had one grape. I feel like I only had one grape. My biggest gripe was the use of Leia as Mary Poppins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was buck wild. It just... It didn't feel like Star Wars brand. No. And it felt like a little too out there for me. And I I can buy into it being like, sure, people with who have a strong sense with the Force have that power. But the way they shot it in particular did not feel like on brand.
0: No, it was a very poor use of their CGI budget.
1: Yeah. And I'm also intrigued that they didn't change her storyline more. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not opposed to it, but I'm interested. I d- I
0: wonder if they had bigger plans for her in the third part.
1: Well, the the third one was supposed to be her thing. Like this was a Luke movie. Right. I actually for some
0: reason was under the impression that they had only filmed like 3 of her scenes. And then she just like kept showing up and I was like, "Oh, did they like film all of her scenes?" And they did. Yeah. Or at least the vast majority of them. Yeah. I did feel like she got a little bit of a special edit. Like, I felt like, you know, obviously they had already shot the scenes where she's giving, you know, poignant speeches about people you love and whatever the fuck else. But there were a few of those scenes where I feel like the way they were edited were edited with her personal story, Carrie Fisher's personal story in mind. I think that's fair. They were, like, given a little more weight in the edit than I think they would have been otherwise. Yeah. But I think that's worth it. Oh yeah, no, it wasn't wrong. I was not upset with it. Yeah. It it just like it felt like there was more reverence for her in this movie than like there could have been.
1: Yeah. Um. What do you want? What do you want to address here? Are we ready? Are we ready? <laughs> We've been like dancing around it.
0: We have been. This has been a delicate subject. Okay. So. So Adam Driver is a guy who's in this movie. <laughs> We're hot for Adam Driver. <laughs> We're hot for Adam Driver and we we don't totally know why. I'm very confused by it because there was there was like nothing less interesting to me in The Force Awakens than Kylo Ren. Like he was this wimpy, whiny, bratty little jerk face who spent all of his time whining to Darth Vader's helmet. Like cry me a fucking river, you tiny scene child. <laughs> But now I'm hot for him, and I'm very (laughs) confused. Welcome. Welcome. (laughs) I I just, like, I don't, I like him, and I
1: don't know. I've been, like, inexplicably, like, weirdly maybe attracted to him in multiple movies for multiple reasons. Yeah. And I can't put my finger on it, and I'm not comfortable with it now. (laughs) It's so confusing. <laughs> it is. I think it's, like, I don't know if it's a voice thing or, like, a... I really like his voice. A
0: face thing? Like, I don't... And they let him talk a lot, this movie, and I was into it.
1: Yeah. And, like, the Red Room as a set piece worked for me. Yes. On a lot that of a levels. was a good look for him. And when he, spoiler alert, kills Snoke... Super casual, like, and then they do that, like, slow-mo shot where... God, it was so good. Where they, like, are fighting for the same team. Yep. Like... When she, like,
0: leans up on his back and they, like, lean into each other so they can, like, do the thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was, like,
1: definitely here for it. They build up
0: so much slow tension between them as they're, like, sharing the Force. And then, like, that scene where they go to hold hands... Mm-hmm. That was some good shit, and like, I'm the person on this team who never wants anyone to bone. I don't want you guys to forget that. I don't <laughs> like boning. Stop! I want everyone to stop
1: boning. I wanted everyone in this movie to bone.
0: I a little bit want Kylo Ren and Ray to bone. I'm upset. I don't know what to do about it. it. This has been very confusing for me. It had like I also want it.
1: It had like an Americans vibe to me. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, here's this couple who's going to be, like, on in the gray area, and it's going to be kind of hot the whole time. And it was, but then it didn't happen that way. Yeah. Well,
0: and it's interesting because she kind of wants to fix him, but not in the way that, like, women doing emotional labor in movies often want to fix broken men. But a little bit in that way. It's more, though, like, get your shit together, Kylo Ren.
1: Yeah. But I feel like she thinks it's a personal problem and not, like, a galactic problem. (laughs) A galactic (laughs) problem.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna use that someday. (laughs) See, I feel like she's putting the emphasis on the galactic problem and just wants him to get his shit together. I think that everyone should bone. (laughs) Kelsey wants there to be so much boning. And
1: I do too, apparently. (laughs) And then there's like Poe and Finn and like, I need them to bone too. And I just, I don't. That's my other issue is like,
0: I am so attracted to Finn and Poe. I know. (laughs) And like, that is not confusing to me in the way Adam Driver is, because those two are fantastic men. Right. And like... So, we found this article on Vulture today. It spoke to us. <laughs> <laughs> the 10 horniest things in The Last Jedi. <laughs> and most of it is about Poe's chemistry with everything. And I'm here for it, because, like, that dude is the reason I got through Force Awakens. Like, right. he has chemistry with, like, a light post. Mm-hmm. Dude is just hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> And it's, it's, it's wild, too, because he, like, he's so hot, and he has no one to bone. He has no love interests.
1: Yeah, and Meanwhile,
0: all... Finn has a love triangle. He does. I'm a little, like, not into the love triangle. Not at all. I have never been into Ray and Finn. It feels really contrived.
1: But so does Finn and this other chick, because she likes him, and he's like, meh. Well, but then they kill her off, so it doesn't even matter. She's not dead yet. Oh, she didn't die? No. Oh, I thought she super died. No, 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 no. That's why it's a triangle. Uh, and then when Ray came so- back like he didn't make out with her and I was like, "Oh, come
0: on." Gotcha. <laughs> just I thought people were just arbitrarily being upset about it, and I was like, "Guys, this is like Rogue One. She's dead. It doesn't matter anymore."
1: No, because he was like staring after her, and then Ray was like staring at him, being like, "What you doing?" Mm-hmm. That's awkward. I will always sniff out the rom-com. Always and everything. <laughs> but, like, I, I want to make out with Poe. Like, TLDR, we're attracted to all the men. We're attracted to every
0: man <laughs> in Star Wars. Actually, all men. I said to Kelsey... <laughs> this time, all men. Um, I said to Kelsey earlier today that, like, while I still miss Harrison Ford... First of his name, King of the Silver Foxes. (laughs) Poe is a very good
1: stand-in. You know who would have been a good, like, middle ground stand-in? Who? (laughs) Our one true dad. Oh, God. I don't think
0: I'm ready for Dennis Quaid in space. I am. (laughs) I'm not sure I'm ready. (laughs) You thought I had a lot of feelings about Adam Driver. Like, I don't
1: know. It would have gotten complicated.
0: (laughs) It would have gotten really messy.
1: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But anyway. Um, tell me your feelings about women, because I know you had women feelings as well as men feelings. Oh my
0: god! Guys, there were so many casual women just hanging out. I mean, like, look, Rey is amazing. She must be protected at all costs. Like, she is a fucking badass. Like, if I had watched Star Wars as a child... I definitely would have been here for it. Representation matters. Everybody fucking get into line. The future is now.
1: I have been talking about how much I'm, like, just so happy that whenever I see Star Wars, like, ads or, like, things online, like, it's geared towards girls.
0: Yeah, and they show little girls playing with Star Wars toys. Like, even in the marketing, they're being more inclusive. It's so great. But one sneaky thing that they did that I really appreciate is they even cast like women and people of color as extras, which I know sounds stupid. But then you get things like all of the pre-battle montages where they show everybody like clicking into their X-Wing fighters. Yeah. And everyone's like, Pilot, are you ready? Pilot, are you ready? And they like, You know, go to pilot, pilot, pilot. Yeah. And you would get a montage of, like, woman, 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 person of color, white man, person of color, woman, woman. Alien, alien. Alien, alien. And, like, I'm going to be real with you. It made me like the white men better. Because they were. Because there were fewer of them. That's true. It was balanced. Like, the camera would pan across a hangar where there was a crew of the Rebellion standing around, and it looked like a cross-section of any room you might walk into in this world. Mm-hmm. Like, the world is not made of only white men. Yeah. And, like, it's super cool to see an inclusive cast where named parts and unnamed parts are inclusive. hmm Because it reflects the world we live in. It's true. And I – I so I went with one of my friends, and we were walking out, and I said to her, like, I didn't get to see Wonder Woman, but after Wonder Woman, there were all these tweets of people being like, I now understand why white men think they, they can, like, take over the world, because after this one movie, I feel like I could destroy everything. This movie was that for me. Yeah. There were women in leadership roles, like, almost exclusively, at least in the Rebellion uh the first order is still pretty fucking white and male because they're all nazis right whatever right so the leadership was almost all women the crews were at least significantly women and women of color and men of color and like there was a female stormtrooper which was kind of buck wild
1: she was in the last movie
0: I I surmised that from the way Finn was talking to her, but I didn't remember her. Yeah,
1: she was a, a thing. But I was still kind of into it. Yeah.
0: I didn't love I
1: Laura Dern's character.
0: Was that the purple-haired lady? Yeah. Okay.
1: Like, everyone made a BFD about her, and I kept thinking of her from Big Little Lies where she does that, like, screaming thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I, like, was, ex- I don't know, that was distracting me, but she wasn't as likable as I thought she would be.
0: Well, I didn't know what they were
1: going no. for with her,
0: so her overall arc didn't work for me. But the thing I appreciated about her is that she's this, like, hyper-feminine, very soft, like, fragile-type woman. Like, she's very pretty and, like, speaks in a soft voice and carries herself in a gentle manner. Yeah. But she's also kind of a badass who is, like, willing to set limits and, like, throw Poe in jail.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And the reason I appreciated it is because it tells me... That Star Wars is willing to write more than one type of woman.
1: Yep, for sure.
0: Like, you don't only have to be, like, you know, the quote-unquote, like, strong woman archetype. Yeah. There are, like, other ways, other personality types that women are allowed to have in space. Mm Mm-hmm. Who would have thought?
1: Who knew? And, like, all of the women definitely used the appropriate hairbrushes on their hair. Yes, they did. Without showing us, we just knew.
0: We just knew. And, like, they wore, like, very utilitarian outfits Mm -hmm. that were still, like, feminine and not male-centric, but, like, also would allow you to be a Jedi.
1: Right. They weren't, like, overly sexy for sexy times.
0: I said this to you, and I'll say it again. There's that scene where she's talking to Luke on the island in the rain, and Mm -hmm. everyone is, like, soaked, and she's wearing white linen, and you could not see her nipples. And I was like, holy dear mother of God. Are you kidding me right now? Because (laughs) how often do you see a woman in a movie, dry or not dry, where you don't see her nipples? Right. It's like the Jennifer Aniston, like, headlights on all the time thing. Yeah. I, like, it's weird that I noticed it, fine, whatever. But it was a detail I appreciated because it meant that someone on set, like, first of all, made the fabric thick enough. But that there was never a moment where a man on set was like, can we get it colder in here? Right.
1: Like, it was thoughtful.
0: (laughs) Yes. Which is nice. It was nice. Like, she just got to be a female Jedi. She didn't have to be, like, objectified. Right. It also made me very sad for Padme. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it just highlights the atrocity towards women that the prequels truly were (laughs) they were a mess it was so bad for everyone no
1: one won the prequels no one yeah so what was your favorite funny part of this movie what like landed for you the best oh fuck there were a couple of ones
0: i don't know if i can remember any off the top of my head i'll jump in first Yeah, you go first.
1: My favorite was when Reyes, like, makes an appearance on that random, like, snow, not snow planet that they're hiding on near the end. And she's in the Millennium Falcon (laughs) with Chewie. And she, like, distracts them because Kylo's, like, sets all efforts on them. Yep. And Finn is just like, oh yeah, they hate that ship! Yeah, that was a
0: good moment of fan service. I just loved
1: it so much.
0: I feel like there was one with Kylo at some point that was like really good, but I can't remember. I'm the worst. I'm sorry. Wow. It was very late at night.
1: Yeah, you were just too distracted by your feelings.
0: I was like, I literally went home and sent Kelsey a 14 point text message with all of my feelings. She at, did. Like, midnight. She did. I was like,
1: I don't want to forget this moment. <laughs> let me encapsulate it now i'm so glad you went you were like so <laughs> anti nice. going to the movies yeah i don't like
0: going to movies i hate the theater and i only went because my friend was like hey will you come out i was like all right fine uh, but i'm glad i did i'm glad i saw it because i was feeling very lukewarm about seeing it
1: but it was so good like i could see it again i could totally see it again i really
0: liked this movie i did too It was, it was, like, fun, and it was funny, and it did all the stuff it was supposed to do, and I came out of it with different feelings towards Kylo Ren than I did in Force Awakens, which is, like, I guess how character development works. Right. It's hard to know, because I haven't seen an appropriate character arc in a really long time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was nice to see, like, there are multiple points of view, and, like, I understand why you would think this way, and, like... Yeah. That was different than Star Wars of the past. Yeah.
0: Dude, when he almost flips, like, that was so compelling when you realize that he never was going to flip at all, but that he, like, has convictions that he believed
1: Rey should also, like, be part of. Well, it's like, he wants to be in this, like, gray area. Yeah. Which I'm not against. In theory. Like, I think that would be hot. (laughs) if it involves boning (laughs) but like what does that look like in star wars that's still an interesting concept right to overthrow the first order
0: and still enact a dictatorship but have it be less evil somehow
1: right yeah like that's a whole new star war yeah it's fascinating it is and i also am just so thankful they did not make Groot yeah no fucking kidding
0: I think it was Glenn Weldon, perhaps, who said that the amount of porg was the exact right amount of porg.
1: Mm-hmm. I and agree. I was like, yes, I that agree. is
0: accurate. <laughs> Actually, in that 10 Horniest Moments of the Last Jedi article, there was a joke that they were glad that they never had Poe and porgs in the same scene.
1: <laughs> yes. That's so true. <laughs> like, yeah. There wasn't even BB 8 and porgs. No. Which is so nice.
0: Oh my god! The scene where BBA and Poe are reunited, and he literally scratches the thing's belly uh, like a dog. It's like I feel like I should hate this, but I'm kind of into it. Oh, because
1: I'm horny for Poe. <laughs> 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 oh boy! Oh boy! So, in summary, this was our Star Wars. This was our Star Wars. We want to bone everyone.
0: It's very confusing and we like it.
1: <laughs> if you like this, <laughs> stay tuned for regular episodes on Tuesdays, usually. Uh, <laughs> subscribe, follow us on Twitter at Hate Watch With Us, send us email, hate us at gmail dot com, and head to thoughtbubbleaudio.com to hear a lot more content that might be about Star Wars.
0: Yeah. They also like a Star War over at Thought Bubble. They do. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye. Can I just do the intro like that? Like, hi. <laughs>